Welcome to Light and Living. I am your host, Kenya Starr. I'm so excited that you're here today and looking forward to our time together. I've created this podcast to share tools, stories, and information on how to lighten your load. At the core of this is understanding that you are an intuitive being. You have a sixth sense that can guide you and you can trust it. It's time to tap in, tune in, and turn on your divine guidance system. Today we're going to discuss a tool that will help develop your intuition. Your word is your wand. We humans speak more than 15,000 words a day, not to mention how many things we say to ourselves and our minds or think about others. So I'm thinking it'd be a really good idea to step back and look at these words that we're speaking. What are their impacts? Do they really align with what we really believe or are we just talking? So today we're going to talk more about that. Um, As you know, we start off with a crystal of the week and a spirit animal of the week. I'm also going to do a quote of the week. So, uh, and then we'll get back to more about your word is your wand. So our crystal, which I think is absolutely perfect for our topic today, is blue lace agate. I love, this is just such a beautiful stone. If you haven't seen it, you can, you can Google it. It's just cool. So pretty. So agate is a truth amulet with a grounding, powerful, multi-level cleansing effect bringing about emotional, physical, and intellectual balance. Agate stabilizes energy and harmonizes yin and yang. It can bring hidden information to light. Soothing and calming, this stone works slowly but with great strength. Agate facilitates acceptance of yourself and speaking your truth, overcoming bitterness of the heart. It heals inner anger, fostering courage to start again. Blue lace agate, in addition to all of this, also is a great stone for starting over. The gentle energy of blue lace agate instills peace of mind. It opens the way to higher energies and facilitates expression of spiritual and personal truth. Fear of being judged often leads to non-expression of feelings, and blue lace agate counteracts fear of rejection, blocks self-expression, settles in the throat chakra, and may induce a feeling of suffocation. Blue lace agate gently dissolves the old pattern and counteracts mental stress. The peaceful energies exuded from this stone neutralize feelings of anger, focusing and directing sound to the appropriate place. Blue lace agate enhances sound healing. And you'll see as we go on today how this works so well with your word is your wand topic. Our spirit animal today uh, just really, is it's bear. Our animal today is bear. And the reason it's bear is because bear has just been on my mind all week and showing up in ways that made me um, just know that that was going to be our animal for today. Bear reminds us to stand our ground and to set clear boundaries to remain true to ourselves. Bear is a symbol of power and of grounding and also a reminder to us that sometimes we need solitude. Sometimes we need to go where it's quiet to renew and, and strengthen. Bear has strong healing properties and often helps us as we start setting boundaries with others to help heal ourselves. Bear also gives us the power and courage to speak our truth from a a place of being grounded. So not out of anger or frustration or in a harmful way, not like, you know, throwing our words like darts, but from a a graceful place of power and groundedness. And I actually have kind of a cool story about Bear. I was in Whistler, uh, Canada, which is north of Vancouver, about a year ago at this amazing retreat. And uh, two friends of mine were with me one day, and we were out trying to find a gas station in this place where we had no clue where we were or where we were going. So 
I took a wrong turn and wound up on this kind of side street and finally kind of pulled over um, at this bus stop so we could get our bearings and figure out how to get back to town and, and to find a gas station because we we're getting a little low on empty there. So we're sitting there and suddenly my friend Andrew says, Kenya, there's a bear. And we looked and I'll be gosh darned, not 10 feet away from my car was a real live bear. I'm going to say this was an adolescent bear. I'm certainly no expert on bears, but kind of looked like an adolescent to me. Chomping away on some leaves, just chilling on this beautiful sunny day, having a great time. And we were just in awe of this amazing creature sitting right there before us. And what was so profound, was kind of profound in and of itself, because I don't know about you guys, but I don't drive around and see real live bears every day. So that was profound. But what was even more profound was that my friend Andrew was coming out of a very challenging time in, in his life. And one of the things that had really come to him during this retreat was his need and desire to stand firm in his beliefs and to speak his truth, um, it really in all areas of his life, and, and setting boundaries so that he would be comfortable doing that and stepping into that. And one of the first things I said to him when I met him is that I really felt strongly that his spirit animal was bear. And every day... Um, several times a day, every day that week, bear kept popping up in Andrew's life in so many different ways. And so for us to just randomly pull onto the side, be looking for a gas station and run into a live bear was such an affirmation for Andrew that bear was his spirit animal and that speaking his truth and finding his own power was absolutely um, the, the transition that, and transformation that he was being a part of that week. So sort of cool. So yeah, call on bear when you need to set boundaries, when you need to speak your truth, um, when you just need that grounded centeredness and courage. Bear is just awesome. Um, our quote for the day is, if one asks for success and prepares for failure, he will get the situation he has prepared for, which will definitely take us into our topic. If you're saying one thing, but you believe another that's not aligning, and that's going to cause all kinds of stuff to show up in your life that you don't really want. So we're going to talk about how to maybe change that. So uh, Your Word is Your Wand is actually the title of a book by Florence Scoville Shin, and I love the book, and I love the title, and that's why that's our title today. As I mentioned earlier, we speak over 15,000 words a day, plus the words we speak to ourselves, the words we think about others, and all of the words that come at us from the people around us and, you know, the different kinds of media that, that we're surrounded by. So I think it's really important to become very aware of what it is we're saying and listening to and thinking, because that absolutely has an impact on our life, which leads me to a story about zits. <laughs> so I have this amazing friend. She's a gifted intuitive and she has manifested a beautiful life for herself. She very much lives in alignment and, and does all these wonderful things um, the right way most of the time. And so I have to laugh a little bit because last week she was preparing to go to this dinner function uh, with her husband and his colleagues for a work thing. So it's one of those deals where, you know, you have to go find the dress and figure out your outfit and kind of plan and whatnot. And so she'd done all of that and, and she was ready. And two days before the event, this ginormous zit pops up on her face very, you know, prominently. And she's a woman of an age where zits are not a common thing. So it's just kind of funny. 
So she starts, you know, in on fixing the problem of this zit, digging at it, poking at it, popping it, covering it up, cleaning it, you know, just driving her crazy. You know how you just mess with stuff like that and you can't help it. So I finally had to kind of laugh and I asked her, so where is your attention? What are you putting your attention on? Where's your words and your thoughts and your feelings? Are they on a perfect complexion or are you digging and messing around and, and focusing on what you don't want? Well, obviously she's focus, uh, focusing on what she didn't want, which was this big zit on her face. And we all know when you dig around and poke and mess with, with zits, they just get worse. And that's actually true of anything in our life that we don't want, but we continue to dig around in and wallow in. If you've had an argument with your boss or a friend or something, and it just keeps going round and round in your head and it's bugging you, and, but every single time you have a chance, you, you repeat this argument to anyone who will listen, and you tell them your side, and who said, she said, we said, they said, and I think this, and I think that, and you just go on and on and on about it every chance you get. Well, you're focusing on that argument. You're not focusing on a solution. You're not focusing on releasing it. You're focusing on the argument. You're focusing on what you don't want. We could take this into um, if you're frustrated with your weight or your abs or your clothes and, you know, I hate my clothes or I don't like the way I look or, you know, my abs are flabby, whatever it is. If you're constantly talking about, thinking about, focusing on what you don't want, you're inviting that to continue to stay in your life. If you don't like your job, don't like your house, you know, you get the idea here, right? If we as humans have this incredible uh, capacity to find a problem and then just beat it into the ground, like we can't let go of it. We continue to talk about it and think about it. We're trying to go to bed and it's racing around in our heads. So it's so important to become aware of this and that it's happening and where it's happening and then to shift that. So one of the ways to shift it is the awareness part. And the best way that I know of to become aware of things like that is to make yourself an observer. So really set yourself up in a way that you begin to observe all of the thoughts and words that you speak. Really pay attention to the words that are coming out of your mouth and what you're saying. What are those words focused on? And what are they reflecting? Is the words that you're speaking, are the words that you're speaking reflecting your passion, your desire, what's important to you? Are they reflecting your dreams and inspirations and things you want to bring into your life? Or are they rehashing problems and complaints and criticisms and things that you don't want in your life? And this isn't a time to like beat yourself up because we all have thoughts and words that are not the most positive in the world. This is just bringing to awareness and observing where you are with your words. So next we're going to talk about once we've observed this and brought this to our awareness, kind of some things we can do to improve on that. Right now, I need to take just a quick break and talk about my sponsor, which is Audible. So blessed and honored that they are the sponsor for my show. If you would like to sign up for a free trial, you get 30 days of free membership and two free books, which you get to keep even if you cancel the trial. Got to say, big fan of audiobooks. Use them in the car when I'm cleaning, um, just all the time. I absolutely love them. Today I'm recommending Your Word is Your Wand, big surprise, right, by Florence Scoville Shen, and the book um, I Am by Wayne Dyer. He also has um, a beautiful meditation uh, you can get that goes with that as well. That's just so powerful. 
And you can find these, um, as well as all the other stuff I've talked about today, on my blog, kenyastar.global forward slash blog. I also offer intuitive reading, chakra kits, and lots of other fun stuff uh, you may want to check out if you get a chance. So, back to our topic. Um, let me talk a little bit more about awareness, and then we'll get into the sh- how to shift this. I definitely wanted to point out, um, especially now that we just talked about Wayne's book, I Am, it is so important to put a red buzzer warning signal in your head Anytime you hear yourself say the words, I am, stop yourself. Make sure you're very clear on what follows those words. The words I am are a direct conduit to universal law of attraction. So you want to be very careful what you're putting out there with with those words, and especially if you're putting them out there with great feeling. I am stupid. I am fat. I am frustrated. Whatever. If, if, If you're really putting that out there, you're certainly inviting that to consistently show up in your life. So if that's not what you want, and it probably isn't, right, then just delete, delete. You want to say things that are true for you. So don't just make up stuff because empty words aren't going to have a lot of strength or power, but things that really have meaning for you is where you use the words I am. I am a leader. I am a musician. I am awesome. I am healthy. Whatever it is, pick the things that you're doing well and that you're going to do even better and use the words I am for that. It will surprise you when you bring to your awareness how you're using those words. Um, just over this next week, anytime you hear yourself say I am, really pay attention to what's following that and I really think it'll surprise you. Uh, also wanted to talk about other people and kind of other talk. And by that I mean chatting around the water cooler, conversations at dinner or happy hour, um, conversations when you're hanging out with your family and friends, those those sorts of situations. Just kind of think through and pay attention uh, moving forward to what are those conversations like? Are they uplifting and inspiring? Are they bringing words and thoughts into your life that are helping you um, become the person that you're striving to be? Or do they kind of bring you down? And is it kind of not so great? And then start to make some decisions about where you want to spend your time with that. And, you know, if you're standing with a group of people and the conversation just starts to go south, you have a right and left foot. So use them and just walk away. If you need an excuse, say you got to go to the bathroom, you know, (laughs) but just leave. You don't have to be there. Um, There are, of course, situations that we can't walk away from. If it's your boss or your family members or something like that, um, Family dinners, especially for some families, can be quite an interesting place for conversations that are not necessarily uplifting sometimes. If that's the case, it, it's more difficult, and I'm actually going to do a whole show on that coming up. But for now, the, the short version, the best advice I can give is to, or suggestion I can give is, try to find something about that person that's driving you crazy um, that's positive. And instead of getting on that track where you go round and round about what's bugging you about that person, um, delete, delete that track and focus on the thing about that person that is positive. And I realize this is easier said than done, but it's really powerful. It'll surprise you how quickly the dynamic with that person begins to shift. And also remember that you you absolutely have the right to set boundaries for yourself, even with family members and, and bosses and things like that. And uh, we'll definitely go more into that on future episodes as well. 
And I think it's important too, if you've got someone that just really triggers you, like almost every time you're around them, they say something that just <laughs> really upsets you or just kind of really puts you off. Um, most of the time when that's happening, it's not even about the other person. It's about you, about yourself. And it's, it's the universe inviting you to really take a look at what's causing that trigger. And it's typically not what's on the surface. It's typically something a little deeper. So um, to really figure that out, you need to do some meditation or go for a walk in nature and, and just really sit with it in silence and ask yourself, you know, where is this coming from? Why am I reacting so much to this particular topic or this person? What is it about this situation that just sets me off? And it's really a healing experience to go through that. It's not as hard as it sounds. It does take a little time and, and a little attention on yourself to do that and work through it, but it'll really allow some, some pretty deep healing to start to take place, and it will begin to shift those relationships and those dynamics for you. It's, it's a very powerful thing to do. Um, so one of the most important things to do is you begin to bring to awareness how you're using your words and your thoughts is to begin to shift those. So it can be really overwhelming when you first start to do this, um, especially if you are, uh, like most people, you know, a person who has a lot of negative thoughts or maybe says things, um, it may surprise you how negative your, your um, speech is, even if you're a pretty positive person, um, or how much negativity you're allowing in movies or TV or songs or whatever, um, people around you, um, when you first start to really be aware of this, it, it's kind of overwhelming and surprising. So my recommendation is, um, as always, to start with baby steps and pick one or two um, thought patterns or, or situations that you want to shift and just consistently, consciously, day by day over the next week, make an effort to shift those. So if it's a negative comment that you've been saying about yourself, choose a positive comment to replace it with that clicks for you. It needs to be something that has meaning for you. Um, if it's someone that's bugging you, then pick something positive about that person to focus on instead of the thing that's bugging you. And what's so cool about how all this works is you can pick one or two things just to be aware of and focus on over the next week and begin to shift those. And what will happen then is just automatically other things will begin to shift. It's like the pebble in the pond thing. When you shift one dynamic, it doesn't just change that thing. It changes everything it touches, and it's, it's magical. It's so cool. So just start with one or two things and know that it will, it will improve on its own. And as I always say, when you're changing something and working on something new and different, be gentle and kind with yourself. Um, anytime we're learning something new or evolving, it, there's going to be some, some growing pains. So just be gentle with yourself. So your actions for this week that I invite you to do are to be aware and observe your words and thoughts, to pick one or two things to shift consistently over the next week, use your right and left foot to walk away when you're in a situation that just isn't working for you, and really pay attention as you're doing this of all the things you're doing well, of all of the things that you're saying that are great and all of the ways that you're inspiring yourself and those around you. And pat yourself on the back for the things that are, that are good. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's just such a pleasure to be with you. And as always, be the light.